there, it's Toby, and before you get started on this episode, I wanted to tell you about our sponsor, Retro Pop Relics. Retro Pop Relics has been creating some of the coolest 3D printed giant video game cartridges. If you visit RetroPopRelics.com, you can see a bunch of the cartridges that are already available. You can get Super Smash Brothers, Paper Mario, Super Mario World, Pokemon Red, Blue, Yellow, and even Green. These are perfect decorations for your game room. So again, go check out RetroPopRelics.com. And if you use the promo code Genie at checkout, you'll get 10% off RetroPopRelics.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Secret Levels Podcast. This week's episode, gotta pry that Game Boy out of your grandma's hands because we're about to play something on it, or something that's related to it. Either way, your grandma fucking loves this game, so does everyone else. I'm player one, Toby. I'm player two, Goose! And we are a retro video game review show where we take some of the old classics and we dissect them, and we talk about the gameplay, the music, the fun facts. We talk about the rage meter, Toby. It's like, do you want to cut open a tin can and just start stabbing yourself in the fucking lower thigh with it? Because uh, that may do it. Or you want to open a tin can and just drink some delicious beverages that are inside? Because that could be the 1 to 10 scale right there on how much you want to rage. And then we uh, we wrap it up with a nice rating from 1 to 10 because... We are simple folk. <laughs> we are simple, simple folk. And that's as high as we know how to rate things to a 10. Yeah, nothing's higher. <laughs> nothing's better than a dime piece. Damn right, son. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I said we usually talk about classics and stuff. We, I think we're talking about one of the more classic, classic games today. Uh, this is up there in the echelon of echelons of retro video games. Yeah, and, and really we're, we're talking about two classics. So you get two, two, two for the price of one! <laughs> That's right. So uh, we are going to be discussing Tetris Dr. Mario. Now, would you like me to tell you some details on this game? Let's jump face first right into the dates! So this game was released in North America on December 30th, 1994. It was developed by... Intelligent Systems, and it was published by Nintendo for the Super Nintendo. Now you're playing with power, super power. This is a single or multiplayer game, and it is a puzzle style game. Hell yeah, it is. Now, would you like to hear a story? Oh, it's time for everyone's favorite time of the month or time of the week. Time of the month, maybe not. It's time for story time with Toby. Mario was tired of saving the princess and really wasn't making enough money to support Peach's expensive lifestyle. So he decided he needed to become a doctor to make more money. Becoming a doctor just takes too much schooling, you know? So to quickly become a doctor, he moved to Mother Russia and played Tetris and fought germs. Makes sense to me. Okay, so there's... there's there's no there's no story in either one of these games. Came a backdoor doctor giving people uh, ass injections full of cement and shit. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, there's no real story to this game. Um, and actually, both of these games are remakes from the NES versions. The Tetris version for NES came out in 1984 and Dr. Mario was 1990 on the NES originally. So you bought these games both separately before, perhaps, and then you're going to buy them again. Right, right. And, and, you know, it's it's a good two-pack to have, especially 
you know, upgrading your system. You got the Super Nintendo. Got to keep Grandma happy, man. Yeah, you got to make got to make Grandma happy, which is funny because my my Mima used to play this game all the time. <laughs> they all do. Parents, grandmas, nephews, cousins, uncles, aunts, sisters, brothers, step cousins. I specifically remember my uh, my mom and my Mima having races in the multiplayer and like trying to always see who could outdo each other. <laughs> That's awesome. So. Yeah, this game has been something that I've I've really actually grown up on on this particular version. Still less fights to Monopoly. <laughs> so, uh there is a speedrun record for this game. Oh, really? Yes. So, speedrun.com has a record for the fastest 100 lines cleared on Tetris, and it is set by Neon Fuzz and he did it in 4 minutes and 47 seconds. But he, he used an emulator. There's a little note that says emulator. Oh, that could be technically cheating. Maybe. I don't know. But he was quick. So I tried to emulate him and his quickness. I got to 75 lines and died. Oh, okay. So it's not an easy task. And I wasn't going as fast as he was. I was trying to take my time and, and somehow I just... Screwed it all. Watching world record holders on Tetris is absolutely amazing. They don't even really look at the pieces and they're already fucking down. Yeah, it's it's nuts. Uh, one of the, the gaming convention that I went to not too long ago, they had a Tetris competition and it was bonkers. It was way bonkers. They, I don't know. I don't know how they can process it so fast. But anyways, um, let's let's talk about Tetris a little bit. Would you like to, to, for me to give you some history on Tetris? I know this is a little bit different than what we usually do on the show, but I've got some history on the Tetris game. Okay, comrade. That's Russian. <laughs> I got that. <laughs> <laughs> so Tetris was originally created on June 6, 1984 by Soviet Russian software engineer Alexei this, okay, these are some Russian names. I'm going to mess this up. Pejotov? Pejotinov? And it's funny because I've listened Alexei to about a hundred... Is that how you say it? But I don't know. I don't know I'm Ukrainian, I'm, so I'm kind of Russian. <laughs> Not really, I've heard but... so many people say his name, and I have no idea how to pronounce it still. So we're just going to call him Alexei, if that's even right. Um, you got to say it angry. Alexi. Alexi. <laughs> so uh, it was it was developed by him while he was working for these fucking words. Dordensnet Computing Center <laughs> of the Soviet Academy of Science, a Soviet government funded research and development center. So his job was to test the capabilities of the new hardware that they were using. And so he'd make a bunch of, like, really simple games just to make sure everything was working correctly. Tetris was originally going to be shapes called Pentamino shapes, which is the same shapes that we know and love from Tetris, except it's got one extra block. So uh, Tetraminos is four squares in different positions. Pentaminos is five squares. Oh, so there was an extra dimension. Yes, yeah, so there would have been twelve different shapes with a, a pentamino shapes with that can be formed with the five blocks, and then there's only seven with the four blocks. So there's only six. Yeah, there's only seven different combinations that could be made with the four blocks. So that would be less uh, convoluted, you know. Big word. Yeah. Hey. Give us a review for that big word. <laughs> we just <laughs> use the same big word sorry. every episode. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it, it just made it a, a simpler game without having... Oh yeah, having all other... those extra shapes and just be crazy, some of them. We're used right. to our seven core. Yeah, right. So Tetris was originally programmed for the Russian Electronica 60 machine, which it's just... Oh, the RE6. You ever played is that, that what it is? <laughs> no. <laughs> the RE60? I like that. That sounded cool. The RE60. Um, it, the gameplay that I saw, it looked like uh, the uh, Fallout. Like when you uh, break into the computers, it's all like the green with the black background. Oh, okay. 
a very simple DOS shit. Yeah, yeah, and they didn't have like graphics or anything, so they used letters uh, for for the blocks. So there's the I, which is just the straight line, the J, the L, the T, the S, the Z, and the O. So th that's your uh, that's your letters of Tetris. Oh geez. Yeah, I've seen ones of that where they're just letters coming down, not just the shape. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're like, you know, block letters, but, you know, you, you get the idea that those are the... Once you see it, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that is a an L and a J. <laughs> so, the story goes that he was addicted to his own game and that he didn't even finish it, and that the final build of the game only had a score system with no levels or anything like that. I get the highest score! His wife and kids have <laughs> left him. Yeah. He's the first person to live in his grandma's basement from playing video games. <laughs> That's right. So if you don't know Tetris, what you're doing is you're getting these seven shapes and you're uh, piling them into a rectangle of sorts. And you're you're basically trying to make a full line of the Tetris uh, blocks, which will clear away a line. I don't know why I'm explaining this because I feel like everyone knows Tetris. You never know, man. But yeah, it's a pretty simple concept. Make a line, don't leave any spaces in between. Clear it out. Yep. On so on and so forth, because they keep coming down at a faster and faster rate the longer you progress. And when you get to the high levels, oh my god, is it goddamn frustrating. <laughs> and once you clear out four lines, like if you get four lines in one, they call that a Tetris. Da -da -da. So that's you, you clear a Tetris. Like, do you play just for Tetrises? That's the way I mostly do it. I usually do, but when I was trying to play earlier to, to try to see if I could quickly do 100 lines like him, uh, I was just trying to knock him out because that's kind of what he was doing. And then, like, later on, the the player was actually doing Tetrises and stuff. So I was I was trying to use his technique to uh, speed run. <laughs> speed build? I don't, speed Tetris? I don't know. I normally build the wall with my fours, like the long skinny ones, and then build in between there and then drop them down the side when need be to get my Tetrises get the high score. Yep. That's how you level up faster. So, the name Tetris comes from combining the Greek numeral prefix Tetra, the following pieces that contain, you know, four segments, and Tennis, which was Alexei's favorite game. So, he just combined the, the two, and, uh... That's where we get Tetris from. The original plan before Tetris was Alexei and his colleagues were going to make several games to sell in one system called the Computer Fun Fair. But the laws in the Soviet Union wouldn't allow private sales of a product. Yeah, because a little thing called communism. <laughs> yeah, so they ended up giving these games out for free. And Tetris was by far the most popular one. Tetris was the first game to be exported from the Soviet Union to the United States where it was published by Spectrum Holobyte for the Commodore 64 and the IBM PC. It was released in the United States in 1987, and Computer Gaming World magazine called the game deceptively simple and insidiously addictive. Yeah, this game definitely, is, once you start playing, you can't put it down. Right, you're just like, one more, one more. Yeah, and it's simple to pick up, easy to learn, hard to master. Yeah. That's one of the great things about video games. Like, get into it very easy, but like, if you want to be a pro, you got to put your fucking time in, yeah. You got to learn all the shapes, all the ways of every shape, and every color of the wind. That's a Disney what? reference. Okay, I was about to say I didn't get that one. Yeah, I didn't, uh, you, well, it's a music reference. You don't normally get musical references, yeah, Disney or not. <laughs> so the Andromeda. Uh, had also some of the license licensings, sort of. There's a lot of licensing issues with this game. Oh, fuck yeah, there is. And it ended up being released on several different computer systems, like the Apple and, and stuff like that. There's even multiple cards uh, for NES. Some are more rare than the other ones. It's right. Been, 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 been released by different companies. Right. So... So Alexei didn't want to get in trouble. So basically what he did was he gave the Soviet Union the publishing rights for the next 10 years to Tetris. So he, the creator, didn't get a dime of this money. What a shame. Yeah. Again, communism. <laughs> 
So that, like I said, there's a lot of confusion in the actual who owns it, who's legal to produce a game. Uh, but it was all cleared up in January 1988 at the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas, where it was picked up by Dutch game publisher Hink Rogers. Hellman Nintendo ended up striking up a deal, and uh, they ended up bundling it with the Game Boy, which was huge. And that sold a bunch of systems. Yes. So, Rogers was uh, later quoted as saying, Tetris made Game Boy, and Game Boy made Tetris. Damn right it did. And I think that's very true. Yeah, without one, they wouldn't have the other. And everyone who owned a Game Boy had Tetris, doesn't matter... Again, who you were, you always had Tetris around in your life. Yeah. So, Alexi finally started getting uh, his royalties from his Tetris game in 1996 when he and Hink Hink Rogers formed the Tetris Company. So, they got all the copyrights and the trademarks back. And uh, once they did this, they established the Tetris Guidelines. Do you know about this? No. So it's not like 100% public knowledge or anything, but I guess like the the Tetris community has like kind of started putting stuff together. But from 2001, the standard Tetris mode all have the this guideline that they have to go by. So each color must stay the same for each shape from game to game. So and this is the standard version. Like if there's some kind of crazy other version, they can change colors. But they have to stay the same colors per game. Makes sense, because uh, once you get used to seeing the color, you automati- like, automatically think of the shape that it belongs to, right? So you can go by just colors as well. So it makes sense to keep it the same. Yep, and that's exactly exactly why. Uh, all the uh, pieces have to rotate at the same like rotation point. Again, it's the familiarity of it. Oh, imagine this this one fucked everything up for Tetris. Like, changed all that, changed the colors of everything. Like, oh no, this ain't my Tetris. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> Not my Tetris. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of the, uh, the games have to include the Type A song from the Game Boy version, which is your... Yep, it's it's that one. So every Tetris game has to have that. Now, apparently, Alexi wasn't originally happy about the uh, song being used because he said it wasn't good for Russian culture. You know, because instead of people being like, oh, Russia, they're going, Tetris! <laughs> so I, I think he got over that, though. I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but I, I oh, assume he got over that. I swear, like, a lot of people know that song because of Tetris. Yeah, no, that's the only way I know it. There's no way so, I'm going back and looking through uh, classic uh, Russian lit- not literature, musical notes, and listening to that. Right. Uh, so, back to the 90s. Uh, another company, which you were talking about a minute ago, called uh, Tengen, which this was a division of Atari. They made a version of Tetris for the NES. So, <laughs> apparently, they based their game off of a, an arcade version. The Black Card. Yes. And uh, they distributed using the name Tetris, the Soviet mind game, and they they made the R backwards. Oh, like, like corn. corn. <laughs> yeah. Or Toys R Us. Yeah. So uh, Nintendo wasn't real happy about this, and they fought with Atari, saying that they had stolen the rights to the Tetris game, and they ended up suing. The courts ruled in Nintendo's favor... Uh, having the only rights to the home game version of Tetris. So the Tengen version was recalled, and like you said, this version is a little more rare. So if you find it or you own it, it's worth about $60 loose, or if you find the complete in box, it's $140. Thank God, I didn't have to guess it this time. Yeah, this one would have been... Oh, that'll be coming later. (laughs) Yeah, that'll be coming later. So uh, Nintendo ended up releasing their own version on the NES, selling over 8 million copies. And apparently the NES version doesn't have the side-by-side two-player option like the Tengen version. They kind of let you down in, in the uh, Nintendo version, the official Yeah, release. the multiplayer no department. Because yeah. like, that would have been the best like back in the day, just pissing your parents off. <laughs> <laughs> this little shit, he's better than me at fucking Tetris. 
<laughs> you know, and that's that's just like a really brief summarized version of the history of Tetris. There's some more legal stuff and and Yeah, the history more... is deep on Tetris. Yeah, which is super surprising. You would think for such a simple game it wouldn't have such a deep history. Hey, but it's simple and perfect, so Yeah, and and you know, it's a it's a simple game, just like you know it was said, but it it's it can be really addictive. And you know, now we've got like Tetris ninety nine for the Switch, which I play. That I got pretty addicted to it for a couple of weeks, and I was like, I can't do this. My highest I've was two. Just, you got to two. Yes, I still want the that's number a, one spot, but I'll take a two. <laughs> right. Oh god damn maybe... it! That could be used out of context. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've got like to number 13, which the Tetris 99 is like a battle royal. You play with 99 other people, and uh, basically you're trying to Tetris everyone out of the game. So That's a lot harder than it sounds. (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember exactly how the battle system part works, but you can like aim at other players. And yeah, it's... uh, You want to be the last one standing. You want to be the last one still playing. It gets really, really difficult. You just get dumped on pretty much by everyone else who's a lot better. Because a lot of people have been playing this game since day one, and they're fucking insane. Right. And, you know, one thing that we didn't mention, like, when you are playing two-player in Tetris, usually when you get a Tetris or you clear, like, two or three lines at a time, it'll bump up on the player two's, uh, or the other player's screen and make their blocks rise. Yeah. You know? Or sometimes you'll, you'll drop shit on them, depending on which version. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, there is a little bit of a battle mechanic in Tetris, in in most Tetris games, anyways. In most puzzle games in general, that like in Super Puzzle Fighter Two, that will happen, and Puyo Puyo, a whole bunch of other ones. Right. So let's talk about Doctor Mario, since this is a, a review on both. Let's take some pills. <laughs> Pill popping. So, uh, Dr. Mario, this game, you throw the colored pills into a bottle-shaped thing, <laughs> and uh, what you're wanting to do I always is thought of it as a stomach as a kid. I thought it was, like, inside someone's body with the germs there, and you're throwing all these pills down someone's throat. That's just my <laughs> sick demented self, but... that That's a lot of extra pills down in that stomach. <laughs> Hey, gotta get rid of the germs somehow, eh? <laughs> that's yeah, that's gonna kill the germs and everything else. Free healthcare up here in Canada. All the pills you want. <laughs> <laughs> it's Mario in the uh, Canadian health system. Here you go. <laughs> Answer to all your life's problems. Pills down the throat. Yeah. So he's throwing these uh pills, which they can be three different colors, and usually the pills are two colors. So they can either be red, yellow, or blue. Or they can be double red or double blue or double yellow. So what you're trying to do is place the matching color on top of the germs. You can put them horizontally or vertically, depending on what color you need. For the germ, you can set up combos doing that as well. So you can set it vertically and have another germ below. You can drop them over after this one's completed. Well, you have to get three of the same color on that particular germ to kill it. And... uh yeah, that's what you're doing. <laughs> Just you match three colors on it, like Goop said, vertical or horizontally. It'll kill the germ, and uh, then you can work on another one, or, or you know, until the the screen is cleared of all the germs. And there can be a lot of fucking germs on your screen at the same time. Yeah. And just like Tetris, this game has a uh, a speed where you can you can either start out on a higher level. Which, if you start out on a higher level on Dr. Mario, you're going to have more germs to kill. Uh, Or you can turn up the speed. I mean, there's a couple of different options you can do to make this game really, really hard. Because when you first start out, you only have a few germs. You have like maybe four in level one. And then every level, it increases by one or two. Yes. Until until it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous amount of, of germs that you're trying to kill off. These pills rotate just like in uh, Tetris. So, you know, you push the button, you can switch the colors around or, or place them differently. Or just throw them aside like some shitty bricks in Tetris. Or Tetronominoes, <laughs> whatever the hell. That happens a lot. <laughs> and again, in Tetris and in uh, Dr. Mario, the best part is you can pick the music. Now, there's not very many choices of music, 
but the, you know, each game has two or three songs a piece. What did you think of the music, Goobs? Oh, all the songs are awesome. They're all iconic. You can go back and like, we'll just bring you right back to childhood right away playing Tetris. And same with Dr. Mario, because I played that one a lot too as well. Because like, oh, they're smart games. They're puzzles. <laughs> it's like, oh, he's getting smarter. He's doing really good. Now I'm still playing video games. But the, they're earworms, man. Like, I've been humming these fucking songs for weeks now playing these games, getting ready for the show. Yeah, it's especially the Tetris song. You'll you'll hum it a lot, and that the first Doctor Mario song. Uh, uh, I can't remember which one it is. It's the freeze or the chill, whatever it is called. The the one that's selected when you play. Oh fuck you, man! <laughs> Stuck in your head forever now. <laughs> Everyone just like like I agree with Goobs at that moment right now. Fuck you, Toby. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's got. I think the music's pretty good. I mean, it'd be nice if there was more. Yeah, if there was more great music, that would be always be the good thing. But hey, man, it's better than fucking uh, Adventures of Lolo. <laughs> I love that. That's your bar of like. That's the bottom line because Stone Cold Steve <laughs> said so. Almost said my full name there. <laughs> um, now there is a two-player mode where you can compete, just like in Tetris. You can uh, you you play against each other. Uh, it's the first one that has three victories wins. And what's cool about this is you can, and, and this is the same for Tetris. You can be on different levels. So, like, if I'm not very good and Goobs is awesome, I can be at a level one and Goobs can be at a level five. So it makes it more fair. Yeah, you can ramp it right up. and Yeah, just like a little bit of a, what the fuck is that called? A handicap. Yeah. And, you know, I remember playing with my grandma and stuff all the time. And, you know, I would set it as low as I could go and she'd set it to like 20 or 30, you know, as maxed out as it can be. And still whoop my ass. And she's still whooping your but, ass. <laughs> yeah. But that's what was cool is you felt like you had a chance as a kid because you could adjust it. Now, in this little combo pack, what's really cool is they have a mix match, which is a game of Tetris, a game of Dr. Mario, and then it finishes out with Tetris on a timer. So, like, the first round, you have to get so many lines uh, knocked away before you move on to the Dr. Mario line. And then you have so many germs that you have to kill in the Dr. Mario level. And then you go to Tetris and it's just a timer of who can get the most points before the timer runs out. Yeah, it's very awesome to have a challenge mode like that built into the game. Yeah, yeah. Especially with, you know, I, I kind of wish that it would go back and forth one more time or something. Or maybe make the third round random. You know, to where it's either Tetris or Dr. Mario and there's just a bunch of germs. But I get why it's Tetris, because you can continuously play. And, you know, Dr. Mario, once you, once the germs are gone... Yeah, it's over. Off to the next level. But, but Tetris cool is non-stop, that, man. Yeah, so it's it's cool that you've got both. So, But you've got to be good at Tetris <laughs> to, to really win. I don't think we talk about the controls, but they're the same for both games. Yeah. You can yeah, just, you just move, move it around. <laughs> you can move your brick around different ways. Or move the pill. Yeah, move on with the D-pad, and then you can rotate, and uh, you can you can hold down to slam your pieces down. That's the best thing ever. It's like playing dominoes with a whole bunch of buddies, and like your that asshole slams on the table. That's like Tetris, like, boom! <laughs> so I, I, I told you that I have some memories as a kid playing Tetris and Dr. Mario. Do you have any memories of, of playing these games? Uh, pretty much as everyone in the family playing Tetris going for the high score. Nothing really too serious, like nothing too crazy. No fights have ever broken out because of Tetris that I know of. <laughs> you never know what happens when you go to sleep. Right. What What was your first system to play uh, Tetris on? It probably would have been Game Boy. Yeah, I think mine was Game Boy too, but I didn't play Dr. Mario until we got this Super Nintendo cartridge. Uh, see, I had Dr. Mario on, or on NES. I had Tetris on NES as a standalone copy as well. Okay. But yeah, no, I think my first taste was when I got my Game Boy for Christmas. So pretty much just packing it into every single fucking one. Yeah, yeah. And I remember 
playing at a uh, uh, at a family member's house. They had the original like big gr- brick Game Boy, and they had Tetris, and they had the uh, Mario uh, Land. Oh yeah, whatever it is. Yeah, and so we'd go back and forth and take turns playing that underneath the lamp because <laughs> you couldn't see it hardly. <laughs> That's the one thing that sucked about that lovely gray brick. It needed a light, a backlight, so bad. You have a fucking headlamp on your head while you're playing, uh, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> underneath the cushions in your room, what are you doing in there? Oh, no, I'm, uh, I'm playing Game Boy, I'm not doing nothing else. Yeah, sure you are, you got some Playboys under there. No, no I don't. <laughs> Um. Uh. Hey, Toby. I think there's a tree falling down outside. I better go check that out. I guess. Eh. A tree? Yeah. Yeah. Go. Go. Make sure it didn't like smash your car or something. I'm more worried about my barbecue. Oh. Yeah. You might want to check on on that too. I'll just sit here and play my uh my old brick Game Boy and uh, you know, play some Tetris. Don't forget to blow the cartridge. Yeah. No. I'm 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 gonna blow in it because that's exactly what you're supposed to do. It helps the connectors connect. Okay, sounds good. I'll be right back. Okay. All right. Ooh. Ooh. What the? F- Is my Game Boy making it? A- oh, oh. Normally you rub me. This is a whole other way of waking me up. Oh. oh. No, 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 no. Don't take it like that. Please, please. Oh, oh I need to hide in here more often. Uh, that was splendid. Goob Genie, how are you doing? Oh, I'm a lot better now. Thank I, you for the yeah. nice woken nice, nice stroke. Uh, um, hey, you know what? Have you ever played Tetris or Dr. Mario? Oh, I invented a comrade. Did... Uh, uh, your, uh, Alexi? Oh, oh, oh. In Russia, Dini is you. <laughs> well, that's a plot twist. So, do you, uh, I mean, is there any codes for Tetris? It doesn't seem well, like there no, would be. Well, no, not really, Toby. But I can make the game harder for you, because, you know, Tetris gets pretty simple in the early game. Harder? Why would you want to make it harder? Because I like making things harder, just like you two minutes ago. Uh, keep blowing, buddy, okay, so keep blowing. I- how do you how do you do that? How do you make it harder? Warp ten levels ahead. This is worse than the NES game. You select the level you want to go to, hold A, and then press start. It's as simple as that. Gets you harder than you've ever been before. Ooh. That's it. Yes. Sometimes I'm mediocre. Ooh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Get back into this cart, please. Just get back into it. <laughs> no. 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 Get back in. I'm going last. <laughs> oh my goodness! Ugh, I don't even feel like I. I'm not gonna hold this cart. That's fucking gross. Yeah, they get pretty dusty in the the old age of carts. Oh, oh, oh! Hey, you didn't get it working. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah. You wanna hear some fun facts? It's on the fun facts of Toby. So it's weird going into fun facts when we just talked about a bunch of fun facts about the history of Tetris. <laughs> um, but we have a game show, Goobs. No. Yep. How much is this game? This is the game show where Goobs fucks up. gets to try to guess how much this game is worth. Now... Goobs, we are talking Tetris Dr. Mario for the Super Nintendo. We usually go loose first. That means it's just the cartridge. How much do you think this game goes for loose, just the cartridge? $12.50. $12.50. Man, do you remember how much the, the, the Tengen copy goes for? A lot more than that. Around 70 you said? 60 Close enough. Close enough. Yeah, but this so is a dual pack, though. This is a tension. This game was like widely released. Okay, so you're saying twelve fifty? Yes. This game goes for fifteen dollars loose. Uh, I was close. You were close. Two fifty away, close. man. Two fifty. Two fifty. So. You know, three fifty. Closed, 
closed in box. Now we're not talking new. We're just talking. It's got the booklet. We're not talking minty mint. Yeah, we're not talking minty mint. This is just the box, the booklet, the game. How much does it go for, Goobs? Uh, I'm gonna say twenty-five dollars. Twenty-five. Is that your final answer? Yes. This game goes for twenty-nine dollars. Shit, dicks! You were so close on both of these. I, I give you, I give you a partial credit on these because you were way closer than I, than I uh, think you've ever been before. Well, less of the time I got it on Bang On twice. Y- yeah, that was Mega Man though. So, <laughs> but you know what's what's really cool? Um, this is just a fun fact on on my part. I actually just recently last week came across a closing box Tetris Doctor Mario. They sold it to me for 15 bucks. Nice. So I got a hell of a deal if, you know, if it's going for about 30, I got to, you know, I paid the loose price for it. So I was pretty excited. It's it's one of those games that I'm, I'm glad I have closed in box because, you know, I did play this game with my grandma. So, you know, that's a, a nice little addition to the collection. But anyways, so here's some other fun facts about these games. Um... It was released exclusively in North America and was one of the last Super Nintendo games released. That is the Tetris Dr. Mario combo for Super Nintendo. You think it would be more expensive at that point because a lot of the games that come in late in the life of the system are the more rarer ones. Right. And you know, it's crazy that this was a a later game in the system. You'd have thought that like this would have been one of the... the, The selling points of like, ah, you know, play your favorites on the new game, you know? Yeah, but people, are, if they're already into that game, they're already going to have the other two, right? And so it's not really... Right. And parents are fucking... They're stingy with their money, let me tell you. I'm the same way. <laughs> so the Japanese version contains only Dr. Mario, and uh, I guess Bulletproof Software held the Tetris license in Japan, so they couldn't get it, so it was just Dr. Mario, from what I understand. Oh, that's shitty. Yeah, so they didn't have the Tetris combo. Um, and this game apparently sold about 6 million copies. Don't fucking doubt it. Yeah. Pure, like, wrecking ball, man. Put those two great puzzle games together in one cart, stand the fuck out of the way, because it's coming hard. So, this game was ranked, uh, IGN's 27th best game on Super Nintendo, and it's noted that it's probably because of the mix-match mode, so... The mixed match mode, you know, it did add a, a really cool element to two games. You know, a little bit of both. Yeah, and you get the multiplayer challenge aspect involved, so totally makes sense. So, according to the Tetris and Dr. Mario instruction manual for the Super Nintendo, the red virus is a female. And this information is absent from the NES version of the manual. No. So, yeah. So, when you look at that red one... Just know how sexy she is. I always thought of it as herpes, so. <laughs> so, well, now you want the herpes. <laughs> I always thought they were STDs when I was a teenager. Yeah, here, take this. There's gonorrhea, syphilis. <laughs> um, the 1989 prototype of Dr. Mario is the earliest known build of the game. And at this point in the development, it was just called Virus. With no doctor? It could have been anyone, really. It didn't have to be Mario. Right. Yeah, no, it could have... Yeah, it didn't have to be Mario. But, but no you know, one would that, take it that... seriously if it was Dr. Luigi. Like, <laughs> look at this fuck up. There's no way I'm, I'm taking his medication. Oh, no! <laughs> so, apparently the prototype uh, has a, a bunch of differences from the final version of the game, which I don't know what the differences would have been, but they were there. So, um, another cool thing about the, uh, Tetris game, like they've used it in cases to study like ADHD and, uh, uh, PTSD and and, like they've, they've done a lot of tests using Tetris. I can see that. And also your, uh, your, what the fuck's that thing I'm trying to think of, um, hand eye coordination. Yeah. Yeah, it, we're testing that so as there well. Was, there was some kind of study about like how much your brain it, it's like functioning when when you first start playing Tetris, and like the 
the faster it goes, like you slows your thoughts slow down or something. I don't, I don't, I didn't quite understand it, but they said that people who played Tetris more, they wouldn't have that initial, like thinking hard kind of, uh, they weren't using as much brain power when they would first start after they'd been playing the game for a couple of weeks. So like it, it helped. So video games make you something. smarter. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, as I try to fumble around that explanation. Unfortunately, we're not two cases of that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's really all I've got for fun facts on this uh, on this Tetris Dr. Mario video game. Well, a lot of the fun facts were used before in the history of Tetris. Yes, yes. So, uh, you know... Usually we're pretty pissed off, and you know what we usually do right here? We fucking rage! Oh, come on! That's right. This is the Rage Meter. We give a 1 to 10 on how mad this game makes us, which we're going to have to split this up into two, I think. Um... One for Tetris and one for Dr. Mario. We can so. combo it in together. I think we're pretty confident in our skills. Okay, okay. Let's... Well, yeah, okay. I'll Unless you, you find one more frustrating than the other, you can separate them. I'm comfortable giving both the same score. Okay. I'm going with Go a 4.5 on my rage meter. It doesn't totally make me want to, like, rip open a pop can and shove it into my thigh. But a 4.5 is definitely good. Nothing's better than getting a little bit high on the legal Canadian marijuana. Shout-outs to Jenny Bean. She gets her one shout-out her this episode. The first lady le- episode, or the first lady of episodes, the first lady of levels. And then, uh, yeah, Tetris is like, I find it fucking common, even in the higher stages of it, because I've never been so focused in my life as I have been playing Tetris. Because my brain is kind of scattered-brained, as you guys know. I come up with random discussions and can barely keep on fucking track for five minutes. But, uh... <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> uh, one second, Toby. You're fine. Got a fucking tickle in my throat there. Now, what the fuck is... Oh, yeah, how I can't pay attention. but Tetris has always been like that ground zero for me I can sit down and just watch and play this game constantly no matter if like I can watch someone play like my wife Jenny and then I'll be criticizing her every single move she's like why the fuck did you put that there oh no it's it's all downhill now you're done and I can sit there and like just the, the getting your brain going that's what I find Tetris does for me same with Dr. Mario never really found him too much difficult Sure, that when you're in the higher levels, but that's how you're going to get, like, when you're fucking just going and going and going, it's going to get harder and harder and harder, because that's what she said. <laughs> so I'm going to stick with my 4.5. Nothing really makes me too aggravated with this game, but it's a little frustrating at times, but that's the way the cookie crumbles. On to you, Toby. Back to Channel 5 News. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think uh, Dr. Mario is a little more frustrating. Um... <laughs> Just because I feel like it's simpler, and for some reason that fucks with you a little bit. I think because of how simple it is, you're just stacking three of the same color onto the virus. You mess up more, you overthink, or you overcorrect with those little pills, and then you get the wrong color on top of it, and then you have to get three of that color on top of that one before you can get to your other pill. Or try to go from underneath, there's a lot of things you can do. Yeah, there's a lot that can go wrong, and, and there's a lot that can go wrong in Tetris, too. Like, you press down and you miss your the hole that you're trying to make it into. Or that spot never that happens. Like <laughs> it always happens. Um, I just, I feel like there's something about the simplicity of Dr. Mario that's a little bit harder, but both games are pretty relaxed. So, I'm just going to give Dr. Mario a 5, and I think I'm going to give Tetris a 4. Uh, like so I said, a four point five, four point five. But I want to make sure that it's known that Doctor Mario is just a little more frustrating to me. Now, 
I feel like once once the levels once you start playing and you get to the the harder levels and things get faster, it's just stressful just because things are moving so fast and you have to. Yeah, but it's a gradual build up to that point. So like, first couple times, yeah, it's fast. But then once you've been playing for two hours straight, you're like, let's fucking go. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, and but what sucks even more is once you've gone to a fast level and then you mess up and then you start at level one again and it's Yeah, slow. but then it's like you're fucking Neo from the Matrix, man. You're like honed <laughs> in now. Everything's going slow. You can like pre-think everything and then like it's setting you right up again for the shit and you're ready for it this time. Going in balls <laughs> deep. Well, and that's that's why I only gave it a four. You take the blue, the blue pill or the red pill? Hey! <laughs> or the yellow pill. <laughs> yeah. We don't care about that. That gives you syphilis. <laughs> but yeah, um, not a frustrating game. So, with that being said, I think we should move on to our ratings overall for this this cartridge, this combo cartridge. And we, we will give it a rating from 1 to 10. 1 being we don't like it at all. 10 being it's the best game ever. Goobs, what the hell did you think of this game? Well, Toby, I'll tell you what the hell I thought of this game. I'm going to give this game an 8. 8. 0. 0.5. Ooh, snuck in the point. Well, you cut me off, so I was just like, dramatic pause, 0. 0.5. That was, that was a good dramatic pause. Yeah, no, it's uh, two absolute classics wrapped up in one. You got that, that new multiplayer version in there like with the extra challenges, so that's a lot of fun. A lot of people seem to like it. It did rate super high on the IGN, best t- uh, Super Nintendo games ever, even though it has no fucking... Uh, sway in my opinion on this game uh, Tetris you can play non-stop any day every day Dr. Mario same thing you got 5 minutes to kill you got 50 minutes to kill it depends on how good you are at the game skill based games are one of my favorites and these two are like those pretty much these are the top 2 puzzle games I've ever played so 8.5 from the goobs I like that oh, a lot. The music is definitely like off the chain for both games too. Yes. You'll be humming along and until you throw the controllers up in your hair and shout obscenities. <laughs> There's a Dwayne and Brando reference. See, you finally get a musical reference, Toby. <laughs> you get a plus one. And there we go. Uh, so I agree with a lot of that. And I think I'm going to go ahead and give it an 8.5 too. I was sitting there at an 8. But I forgot. I wasn't uh, calculating in the the mixed challenge thing, um, which I feel like is a great addition to this little combo pack that they they had something like that. It wasn't just like, oh, here's Tetris, here's Doctor Mario. They they also decided to add in a new feature to where yeah. It's, and they gave us the better same. graphics too. Not that the graphics are fucking stellar on these games, but they cleaned them up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's and, bricks and, and pills. Yeah, <laughs> not a, not a lot going on. Um, a lot of people get mad that I keep calling them bricks <laughs> when I know the actual name, but I'm already <laughs> this deep. Take a I'm chill pill. I'm calling them bricks. Hey! <laughs> um, yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I love these games. Uh, Tetris is a classic. No matter what system you put it on, you give, you do Tetris Attack, you do Tetris 2, whatever whatever Tetris game you throw, There's a fucking it's VR Tetris. Tetris. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be Tetris. You're going to have... A good time. Like I said, Tetris 99 was a good game. Uh, so, uh, like, don't play Wetris, though. Ooh, I've never played that. I one. own it. I shouldn't have said that. Ooh. I own it, too, I think, and I've never played it. Oh, God, no. Future future review. But, no, this <laughs> game, <laughs> this game right here, it's a classic. And then you got Dr. Mario, which is also a classic. Um... They're just good games. They're good puzzle games. They're good games to challenge your friends, your family. Definitely good for the holidays. Yeah. You know, to, to Thanksgiving plug in a Christmas Nintendo. coming up. Yep. So this is definitely one of those games that everyone can play. A game that anyone of any age can play. Almost. You know? As long as you got two thumbs and a brain, jump on in. I'm sure someone's going to get mad about that, too. Finish it. So this is the part of the show where we wrap everything up and we uh, Tetris clear out the rest of the show. <coughs> Goobs, will you tell me about your other project? <laughs> Go listen to the derailers with my uh, with my wonderful wife Jenny Bean and my best friend Ripkin. 
They're on a little bit of a hiatus right now, but go check out. We have a bunch of episodes you can go listen to. New ones will be coming, I promise you. I'll put my left nut on the train track that there will be a train coming through shortly. And I swear to God, if Ripken fucks me over and I lose a nut, he's going to lose another toe. Just <laughs> 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 go check out the derailers. Toby, what about your other project? You can listen to derailers absolutely everywhere and follow me on Twitter at GoobsWN. Well, you can follow me on the Twitter and Instagram at Toby Von Doom. You can follow my other show, Secret Transmission Podcast, on all the major podcasting platforms. If you like conspiracies, the paranormal, true crime, and some other fun, silly willy stuff, uh, go check it out. Uh, You can follow it on Twitter and Instagram at Secret Transpod. Did I say that? Whatever. Say it twice. Say twice twice is nice. But you know what? We should really say twice where you can find Secret Levels on social media because you can find it on Instagram and Twitter at Secret Levels Pod. We have a Facebook page. We have a Facebook group called Secret Levels Group. And you're already listening to us, so thank you. Why don't you tell your friends and family? Well, maybe not your family, but tell your friends about us. Because your family might be like, whoa, what the fuck are you into? (laughs) There's a lot of (laughs) dick jokes. There's a lot of weird things that these guys say. Well, and speaking of weird things, if you want to talk about weird things with us, join our Discord group. Oh, please join the Discord group. I want to meet more more and more of the people out there that listen to this show. We already have a great family, and it's growing every day. And I love every single person in that Discord group. And everyone should join and have a lot of fun with us. We play video games right now. We're playing Pokemon pretty much every fucking single day of the week. We're doing raids together. We're doing trades. We're doing all sorts of shit with animals. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> so, join yeah, the group but, and have a lot of fun with us. Yep. And the link is in the uh, show notes. So go click that and join the Discord. Leave us a ref- freaking view. We need some reviews. I know we hate we pandering to people, but please, how about you boys? Give us a one to five star rating on whatever the fuck you're listening to us on. Because we're all over the place, so a whole bunch of ratings would be good for us. Even if it was one star saying, Goob, shut the fuck up about us rating one to five stars. I'll take it. It's something. At least you put the effort in. But if you don't want to leave us a review, but you still want to support us. You want to put something fucking awesome on your chest. You can go to tpublic.com slash user slash secret levels. And you know what? You're going to get plus five on hard cocks. Because everyone walking past you be like, whoa, that's a good shirt. Swing, swing, swing. Be like Wayne's World all over again. But everything's <laughs> in your direction. If you don't want hard cocks, maybe you'll get something else pointing in your direction. But hey, that's what secret levels do. We give people hard cocks. <laughs> Hey, and right now we've got a brand new Goobs Genie style shirt. Fucking right we do. Ooh, go to tbubble.com and get the new Genie shirt. Give you the Genie weenie. Ooh, maybe I'll slide into your Game Boy cartridge. Oh, no, don't remind me. Game over, folks. Game over, folks.